So Sri Lanka lost the Test Series to India as expected. And they've had a poor year in Test Cricket, losing 7 out of 13 games. But you know what? There's been enough doom and gloom surrounding Sri Lanka cricket this year. It's time for some optimism. Now, it's difficult to be optimistic about off-the-field matters, given the omni-shambles that is Sri Lanka cricket. However, on the field, there is something to work with there. Sri Lanka performed much better in this series against India compared to the one at home just a few months ago, which was nothing short of a walkover. This time around, they put up a fight. And I thought their performance in the third test match in particular was worthy of praise. Not only did they save the test match, losing only two wickets batting on day five, but they also dealt with the controversy surrounding the air pollution in Delhi admirably. So they deserve respect for the way they went about it, given the circumstances. I think Sri Lanka had every reason to feel aggrieved about the situation in Delhi, the air pollution there is very hazardous indeed. As for the Indian response, I didn't expect anything else from them. It's a matter of national pride. I think any country in that situation would act in a similar fashion. But moving on to the game itself, there were many positives for Sri Lanka to take out of this one. Dinesh Chandimal made his highest score in Test cricket. He has become the rock of this batting lineup, has made over a thousand runs this year in Test cricket, and most importantly, it looks like Sri Lanka may have finally ended the captaincy merry-go-round, at least in the test format. Angelo Matthews, coming into this game, hadn't scored a test century in his last 36 innings, averaging 27.8 in that period. Finally, he made a century for the first time since August 2015 against the same opposition, funnily enough. Angelo Matthews returning to form is pivotal to the fortunes of this Sri Lankan team. He's their most experienced batsman, and if they're to get back to where they want to be, Angelo Matthews is going to be a big part of that. Dananjaya De Silva, making yet another comeback, once again showed how talented he is with a brilliant century in the second innings, becoming only the ninth Sri Lankan to score a century in the fourth innings of a test match. He, along with Roshan Silva, Niroshan Dikvella, and Sadira Samarawikrama, all showed glimpses of their talent in this series. Now the selectors need to show patience with them and allow them to mature at this level. Because we know the gulf in quality between Sri Lankan first-class cricket and test cricket is substantial. And as such, players need time to develop at this level. And of course, there's Dimut Karunaratna, while he had a quiet series, he, like Dinesh Chandimal, scored over a thousand runs this year in Test cricket, and he has cemented his place in the team going forward. And what about Kusal Mendis, Kusal Pereira, and Asela Gunaratna? You would think that those three players would come back into the reckoning for Bangladesh. So all of a sudden, Sri Lanka have the makings of a good batting lineup. The talent is there. It's just about creating the right environment for the players to grow and start to show consistency at the test level. Now let's look at the bowling attack. Dilruan Pereira isn't good enough to be the leader of the spin attack. However, he's a good foil to Rangana Hera. And what's more, he is a good lower order batsman who makes a fragile tail look a lot sturdier. He is a valuable asset to this team. Lakshan Sandakan, his wicket-taking potential is clear. 
Once again, the selectors need to be patient with him, let him grow, and find the control he needs to go to the next level. And finally, the fast bowlers, Suranga Lakmal and Lahiru Gamage, both took eight wickets in this series. Yes, they're not incredible bowlers. They're not going to blow you away. But when you consider the air pollution they had to deal with in Delhi and the fact that they played three back-to-back -back test matches, very little rest in between games, I thought it was an admirable effort from them in this series. And what's more, Amika Prasad, Shaminda Eranga, Nuan Pradeep, Dushmanta Chamira, Lahiru Kumara, these are all fast bowlers that could make an impact in the next few years for Sri Lanka. There are fast bowlers around. It's just about improving their fitness levels and making sure that they continue to work on their skills. So all in all, yes, this Sri Lankan team isn't very good at the moment. And yes, there's always going to be some controversy around the corner given the nature of Sri Lanka cricket. But on the field, there is talent in abundance. It's about creating the right environment for these players to prosper and improve. And I know that might be easier said than done, but for Sri Lanka going forward, after a tumultuous year, at least there is some light at the end of the tunnel. And after all, as cricket fans, all you can ask for is a little bit of hope.